When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 461. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company's senior SEO, Scott Vanak. How are you doing today, bud? Uh, I'm doing great, and uh, hello to all the wonderful webmasters out there that are uh, drooling over our every word today. Ah. <laughs> I felt like saying something stupid, and that's what came out. So there we go. <laughs> oh lordy, yeah, we uh, we 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 are we're, we're honestly surprised when people say they listen. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. mind that. <laughs> oh, and, um, and if anyone out there really wants to get under Ross's skin, email him and tell them you like me more, because that's the best oh, when that yes. happens. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Everyone, if you could all do that, that would be great. I, I'm glad when that happens. Cause I'm like, all right, I, I picked an okay co-host. <laughs> Okay, just okay. That's what my wife said when we got married. Yeah. It was in her vows. Well, you're okay. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, uh, in terms of going okay here, what's happening with the latest? Well, first of all, I should preface this. This is not the SEO 101 Learning Series today. We're going to try and uh, do one of those and then a standard show so we can keep everyone up to date on the latest news, and then we'll get back to the SEO Learning Series in the next episode. So with that said, there's another Google update happening right now. This is like how we start every show, it seems. So tell us what we don't know there, uh, Scott. Okay, what you don't know is all the things, and none of us know. Uh, there is a Google update <laughs> apparently happening. Barry Schwartz has reported about it on Search Engine Roundtable. Um, we don't really know much because it's kind of just happening right now, assuming it is one and not something weird. There's a lot of chatter on Webmaster World about it lately. People are complaining about rankings and things, and... Um, there's some speculation that it was a bug or is a bug in Google Analytics because some people are seeing their rankings aren't really changed, but their traffic has gone way down. Um, other people are kind of seeing the opposite. Rankings have changed, but traffic has it's, – it's weird right now. It's really weird. So hopefully by the next uh, SEO 101, we'll be able to give you an update, or you'll probably have read about it already, and uh, we'll see what's going on there. What's happening at Google? I don't know, but uh, – Keep your eyes peeled. Um, I personally have checked yesterday on the, on January 24th, I checked every single client's Google Analytics to see if there was anything that I didn't like. And everything was basically normal. I, I haven't seen any signs of this. I don't know what's up with that with these updates that people can see them and I can't, but things look normal. So I have a feeling it affects a smaller number of sites, but, uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Something's going on. 
Yeah, and I mean, of, of all the, the sites that track the instability of search results, right now SEMrush is the only one showing changes. I'm not sure if you already mentioned that, but yeah, so that's that, that doesn't mean that it, the other ones won't show something within a couple hours or even tomorrow, but uh, that is worth noting. Now, yeah. why is that worth noting? Well, to remind everyone, the Internet is massive. I mean, it's beyond comprehension how big it is. And these tools like SEMrush, which do a phenomenal job of tracking rankings and seeing how competitors improved and uh, or, or not improved and how your site's gone, they're tracking websites everywhere. They only look at a portion of the Internet. There's no way they can index all of it. And each one of these tools do the same thing. Well, the likelihood that they're doing the same portion of the Internet is almost nil. Um, there's parts of it that they are, of course. There'll be some overlap, uh, quite a bit. But when all of them consistently say there's some changes happening, that's you don't get more obvious that there's an actual update happening. When just one is doing it, it's hard to say. And that's why this is a very, very early warning of potential updates. And there's nothing we can do about it. So it's a warning that doesn't help so much, except that, it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, good to be aware of it. Yeah. And by the time we do our next episode, by, by almost certainly this will either be debunked or it will already have taken effect since we have to get another episode of the training series in between there. But I hope it helps somehow. Uh, it's always interesting to keep on top of this. And Barry Schwartz at Search Engine Roundtable, that's where we see these kinds of updates. So uh, always track that up. If you ever want to find out what's happening, if you see some strange strange things happening with your organic rankings, that's the place to go. All right. There has been another Google bug. Thankfully, it was pretty small. But what what's all this about? Don't you love all these Google bugs? There's always a bug. But this this one was actually different than most. It was it, it's weird. It's a weird bug. So what was happening is for. Uh, a small number, I don't know what small means, but, uh, sorry, a very small number of websites that have vanity top-level domains. So, like, uh, the examples I saw were top, uh, .consultancy, .care, .energy. So not your .coms and .cas and .orgs, but these vanity top-level domains. Starting in November until middle of January, they were being deranked on weekends. And then during the weekdays, their rankings would come back. And then on the weekends, their rankings would tank. Uh, Google acknowledged this bug and apparently has fixed it uh, around middle of January. So if you did notice your traffic and rankings going down on the weekends and you're kind of wondering what's going on there, but then on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, everything's fine, you, you know, you might maybe you just saw your traffic drop and just kind of assumed it was your customers aren't coming to your site on the weekends, which is actually pretty normal for a lot of businesses. We see that where, you know, you have these uh, uh, downtimes on the weekends. It makes sense. But it was a bug, a really weird bug that has now been fixed. So, yeah, just interesting there. Yeah, and that would be a bit alarming when you saw zero traffic all of a sudden or, or, or very close to it from Google on uh, weekends. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, you know, in some businesses, though, it does make sense, like – you know, I don't know, like there are certain businesses that just don't operate much on the weekends, I suppose. So you might not even notice it in some cases. Yeah, perhaps. Now, uh, Google's had an SEO starter guide for quite a while, uh, and it is, according to them, one of their uh, it is their most visited resource on Google Search Central. Uh, and it's about 8000 words and it's got lots of technical tips. It's it's made for 
layman's to a degree, but as with anything Google, it tends to steer towards the technical. Um, it's uh, it says he says it's their top. This is actually uh, what's her name, Lizzie Harvey, says it, it is their top viewed guide after the home page, countering the myth and reinforcing the belief that mastering SEO is a, as vital as ever for online success. I like to see that. I like to see that. We already know it, but I love it when it's posted. Because <laughs> there's a lot of misinformation out there about SEO being dead. Again, AI is not helping. Um, anyway, the overhaul is apparently th- at, currently at 3,000 words, and it's going to be designed more for the layman, removing technical jargon. Uh, the reason they're doing this is a lot of the interfaces people are using today to build and manage websites are WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. That's WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, Shopify. Uh, I'm sure the list goes on. Those are the main ones we see. <clears throat> and uh, they're really, a lot of the stuff's automated. So they just need to understand the basics of doing title tags, uh, I guess meta tags to a degree, uh, headings, image base, image, adding alt attributes, uh, on and on and on. All the stuff that's very, very, very basic. And uh, I, I, I Congratulate them. I think it's a great idea. And it did make more sense that a starter guide like that would be for that kind of person. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, I don't, they didn't give any kind of an ETA, but I imagine it's going to be just a, a month or two before we start seeing that, unless it goes after. Well, perhaps it takes a month to go through legal. I don't know. Who <laughs> uh, Gosh, who knows? Just wait. Yeah. Okay, so Google is testing chat with a live agent within search results. What is this? Yeah, so that kind of looks cool. Um, so there were, who was it? It was Barry. It's always Barry, isn't it? Search Engine Roundtable posted an example that he picked up on Twitter from, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't record the person's name. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. They probably aren't, but they might be. Um, they found on a Google search for Samsung, just one word Samsung, in the organic natural results, there was a link that said chat with a live agent, and it would prompt up, pull up the uh, chat with an agent box from Samsung's website, which was super cool. Uh, there was a screenshot of it. Of course, it was probably U.S. only because I could not get this to replicate for me, which is very disappointing. I want to try. Um, yeah, just as there was like a little icon, chat with a live agent questions, chat with customer service, and then you could link and chat. Presumably, I can't click a screenshot like that, but presumably you click it and it either goes to Samsung's site and pulls up the chat, or maybe it shows up in Google, I'm not sure. Um, apparently, you know, this has been in the paid results occasionally in the past. It's shown up in local last year. This is the first time it's been seen in organic results. Uh, so it's very cool. Um, I did like one comment at the uh, post at Search Engine Roundtable by John A. User, guessing that's not his real name. Probably not. It'd be pretty funny if it was, though. Hey, there's got to be one out there. There's got to be a John User, right? Like, sure. Um, and uh, they said, uh, won't be long before the live agent gets replaced by just agent, and Google will charge companies to have an AI that will answer their questions from the site. And I thought it was kind of funny, but at the same time, I could see something like that happening. Maybe not the paid aspect, but have a little chat with an agent, an AI agent for every listing in the SERP, a little link, and then you click on it, you get a Google chat box, and you can talk about that website. Like, Google has all the information. They have the technology. AI is there. 
Um, they just have to add the link. They could totally do it. Maybe they will. I shudder to think of how much they charge for that. You know, uh, Google yeah. Workspace is something we use for our business. And uh, any of you out there who have businesses and are using Google Workspace will be familiar with this. But they recently added a feature where you could add AI to the system. I thought, oh, that's really cool. So I looked into it. Wow, did I leave that page fast. I think <laughs> they were going to charge an extra $20 per user per month oh. to use AI. I'm like, no. Uh, I pay $20 or $29 for ChatGPT Premium. I can do anything I want there and just move it over, and I've given access to all my staff. So yeah, why bother? Uh, I mean, it's just obscene what they think that's worth. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's instances where business will make a fortune leveraging every aspect of that, and it'll probably be worth its money. But a small business, no way. No, I just don't see it. Not with all the great third-party apps out there. But yeah, they 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 think big in terms of prices at times, and it just boggles my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you got to squeeze what you can for the shareholders. Well, thanks, John A. User, yeah. for your your interesting comment. Yeah, yeah, Mister User is uh, very useful. <laughs> um, oh, I will. I do want to point out one other quick thing. I was kind of curious how this might have come to be because that's you know when you see something cool, you want to know how it happened. And at this point in time, especially because I can't see it myself, I, I'm not sure why it showed up or how. Um, I did check Samsung's website, looked at schema, and tried to find any signs of something that might pull this up. And, uh, you know, my cursory looks are negative. But if I do see how this happens and what you have to do to get your chat link to show up there, I'll, we'll definitely mention that on a future episode. Yeah, when we start seeing it in anything other than a gigantic brand, then – there'll probably be some evidence of code. Otherwise, yeah. it's probably just some sort of arrangement they're testing with. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, they all have their dedicated uh, Google representatives, so who knows what they get access to. Love to be in on that. be fascinating to see the stuff they get tested. No kidding. Um, okay, well, uh, next up, uh, this is exciting. I just came across this during our research today for the show. Uh, WordPress has released two plugins for speeding up web pages. Now, many of you might use uh, uh, Rocket, what's it, WP Rocket, and um, gosh, I, I can't even keep track anymore. There's been a few, and I've forgotten most of them. You see them more often. Any other ones you can think of? Uh, W3 Total. Yeah, W3 Total Cache we use a lot. Right. For um, speeding up websites, it essentially right. makes things thinner. Uh, I think the, the files are, are less weighty. They they help with image sizes. They uh, sometimes or, or they do lots of caching, all that kind of stuff. Well, these plugins are actually from the WordPress core performance team, which is a long time overdue. But uh, I started reading this and I passed it off to Scott, so I better let you uh, fill us in. Yeah, I was going to write a little intro, and then Roger Monty over at uh, Search Engine Journal just had something that was, I don't know, I don't know if I would have been able to improve on it necessarily, so I just, Love I'm going to quote Roger here because it's just easier for everybody, and then you don't have to listen to my bad translation of what he's saying. Um, so he says that the WordPress core, to, the WordPress core performance team released two plugins that speed up web pages with new technologies that pre-render URLs before a user clicks on the link and speeds up lazy loading images. The WordPress core performance team is responsible for coordinating with the different WordPress core development teams for the purpose of improving performance and also to work on projects that directly impact improving core WordPress performance. So there's, <laughs> there's, it's a bit of a circle there, but, yeah. um, 
the gist of it is this team, they actually announced, was it last year? And they talked about how WordPress was going to be working internally to try and speed up WordPress. Like it was going to be a core fundamental that they were going to work on in future, in the future. And, and now they've done it with two new plugins. So what are these plugins? So these two plugins, one is the speculation rules plugin. What this does is it uses the speculation rules API to download resources of a web page that a user is likely to request. <laughs> it will begin pre-rendering a web page before a user clicks the link based on the hover by default. So you hover over a link in the background, the page is already starting to load before you've even clicked the link. So when it does load, it's just fast. Uh, currently, in order for this to work, the end user has to be using Chrome 121 or newer. Uh, Anybody using other browsers or older versions of Chrome, the page will just work as it had in the past, as if this plugin doesn't exist. So it'll be presumably a little bit slower. And only uh, applies to, to desktop then. That's too bad. That's true. Currently, they can't see our um, finger hover. You know that's true. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't look into that. But yeah, I, that's a good assumption for sure. Yeah, you can't see your finger up here in the sky somewhere before it touches the <laughs> touches the link. Um, maybe they'll have a version that will at some point somehow figure it out. Uh, so that's the one plugin. The other one is the WordPress auto sizes for lady low, lady, lazy loaded images plugin. There are no ladies being loaded in this plugin. So I'm uh, sorry, sorry guys out there or ladies who are looking for ladies. It's, that's not what this is about. Um, I don't know. How do I talk after that? I feel like you did that the last episode. You had a bunch of Little uh, yeah. verbal slips and anyway, no, keeps things interesting for the listeners. I, I guess so. I hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> they just think I'm an idiot, but that's fair. <laughs> um, so this plugin integrates a new lazy loading HTML attribute called sizes equals auto. Uh, this sets the sizes attribute to auto for lazy loading images using source set, SRC, SET. Totally not uh, technical. Not, I, I don't even really understand. I'm going to be <laughs> totally honest. It's all technical stuff that makes it work better. Um, it essentially speeds up the downloading of images that will be needed when the user scrolls down the page. So it, in a nutshell, these two plugins make everything faster. That's the idea anyways. And um, we just heard about them today, so I can't even say we've tested them yet, but I definitely can tell you I want to. So, Yeah, this is right at the alley of a developer, um, and our developer will be very interested in this, I'm sure. It's um, if it If it does anything to improve, the load time and the, the the efforts we go to uh, go through to create sites that load quickly, then I'm all for it. And I would expect that this, since this is the team that literally manage builds and keeps the core of WordPress running, if they since they're behind this, this is probably good stuff. Well, time will tell. You know, I'm really glad that they're starting to do this at the the WordPress team because. A lot of the stuff you really shouldn't need a plugin for. Like WordPress should be designed to be fast. You shouldn't need to have to have a plugin to make it fast. And I think maybe with a little luck, sorry to all you speed plugin developers out there, but with a little luck, you'll be all out of business and WordPress will just be as fast as it can possibly be in the next, well, well say a few years. Well, there's so many features. So there's always features that can be added to plugins. And yeah, that's good. It's a good economy, right? Um, it, Sad that they can't include everything, but it's just the way it is. Yep. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing some improvements there. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about uh, some changes, in, uh, just a couple changes in local SEO. 
SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company's senior SEO, Scott Fennack. Okay, so Google is testing a nearby events and deals local search feature. Uh, this is an article from Search Engine Land, and it's kind of intriguing. Uh, essentially, uh, well, once again, any tests are typically done in the United States. I, I could not see this here in Canada. Uh, maybe, maybe it is, but I have not seen it and not heard about it. Um, now, the feature essentially uh, takes what are your, um, well, first of all, it shows, it displays in four tiles complete with a company name, a promotional photo, and a review, re- review rating. Uh, these appear within, uh, on the right side, perhaps before or after the local pack, again, just depending how it loads. Uh, it's, it's, a chance for local businesses to boost conversions. Now, to make the most of it, you need to regularly post and optimize content in your Google business profile. Now, uh, what does that mean? Well, there's a Google post section where you can add deals, upcoming events, features, all that kind of thing. And it's something that we do religiously for our clients, and it does add value. It shows Google that there's a, a lively business there, uh, it gives yet another signal that you've earned the right to rank. Now, I- Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love that they're finally, well, I've done stuff before, but that they're trying new ways to leverage that information because we do quite a bit of work to make those look good. And it'd be nice to know that it's not just being done to keep Google happy, but actually people will see these. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll see how that pans out. There's some other uh, SEO 
um, news and local, but I, we had such a crowded show today, I didn't have any uh, time to fit it in. Now, we've added a new section to the show, uh, obviously long time in coming, called AI in Search. Uh, this could be an entire show. There's so much going on in AI. Uh, but this is this was one thing that came, that showed up on our radar today. Google has launched an AI-powered Chrome update for a more personalized experience. Now, I had my Chrome update. I'm in Canada, and uh, Scott, did you did you, you you get your update the other day as well? I think maybe. It's usually know. annoying because we have to shut our tabs down. They do come back. Right? It's like, no, oh, no. I, I don't think I have had an update yet. No. Okay. It was Firefox. Firefox updated. That's what it was. Oh, I see. So yeah. uh, this is an article by Matt Southern at Search Engine Journal. And it's interesting in that this, once again, these uh, updates didn't really make a big difference. In this case, it didn't make a difference to me. And that's pro- I, know why, I know why now. Gosh, I can't speak. Is that uh, this is really meant for non-businesses. This is the uh, casual user in the U.S. that's going to be getting um, access to this for PCs and Macs. Uh, It's accessed by signing into Chrome, going to settings, and navigating to the experimental AI page. And I guess that's where you enable the new features. Uh, Feature one, Chrome will automatically detect tabs with related content and suggest creating groups for them. It even proposes names and emojis for the groups to make it easier to find them later. Whatever. Not a big deal, but it, it is AI. Next, it'll create personalized themes. This is something that Google's already done on Android and Pixel devices, but essentially it will uh, help you create AI-generated wallpapers and overall a theme for Chrome. Next is coming soon, and that's where we'll really start to see AI, the AI we understand coming into play. That's a help me write option will be activated by right-clicking in any text field or box on a website. When selected, I'm quoting this, by the way, from the article, it will give suggestions to improve what you're trying to compose, whether a restaurant review, RSVP, or formal message like a rental inquiry. The AI will provide writing assistance to boost the quality of the text. Interesting. Yeah, I mean... What I think is most interesting about that, I don't think it would be a big help, but what's most interesting is it's going to really introduce the average user to what AI is. Many of them have heard lots about it, maybe tried a few things, but they haven't seen anything in their day-to-day work, uh, personal use, anything. So this is definitely going to show up, and they're going to start to go, oh, this is literally happening in my life now. This is having an impact on me. The next of all of this, though, and this is where I'm going to be fascinated to see where things go because Google's got a lot of brain trust and they know that they're behind on how AI is influencing search. And in this case, Chrome, uh, they're behind Microsoft. They're behind a number of guys. So they need to really bring this up. Well, in the next phase, the company plans to add, plans to add its Gemini AI model to the Chrome browser, enhancing browser experience by simplifying and accelerating common tasks. Hmm. What does that mean? Your what guess does that is as mean? Good as mine. Yeah, it, it's, it's permanently and definitely vague. It is, uh, whatever. We'll see. I, <sighs> I want to know what that means. That sounds kind of ominous. Well, <laughs> all of it is exciting, but 
potentially ominous. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, it's whatever they're doing is definitely going to change how we do our work and how we use Internet. This next year, next two years is going to be mind blowing. It has to be. There's too much happening right now for it to not completely change how we use Internet, at least in terms of search. You know, even uh, if you go back a year from like into our past, maybe even back six months has changed enormously. Yeah. For us. Uh, yeah, for us. Like maybe not for the average, you know, maybe not for grandma who's looking for her cabbage roll recipe online. But, you know, as an SEO, when you're working on sites and creating content and all that kind of stuff, it's dramatically different. But, yeah, it's going to filter down to everyone. Everyone's going to mm-hmm. see it, whether you want to or not. It's just going to be there. I think people who have been using Microsoft, like Bing, have seen the most day-to-day changes yeah. in their search. And it's shocking that although Google does have Bard right now, it's really not integrated. I don't see Bard. I don't get asked to try Bard. I don't. It's just there. Now, it's like it doesn't exist. I have to, I have to say, though, I do usually work in a and a Chrome-based environment that's a workspace login. So when it comes to business search experience, they don't tend to put in AI a lot. That could be influencing what we see. But when I do use my personal browser, I still don't see it. I don't use it as much, though, so I had to qualify that. Uh, do you, like, when you're doing personal searches, have you noticed anything? No, no, not really. Um, I can't think of a single example. I bet it's more so in the States, but uh be interesting to see what any of you guys have to say about that. Please, you know, note your experience on AI in our, our Facebook form. You can easily find it by searching SEO 101 on Facebook or the SEO 101 podcast on Facebook. Do you want to go really, really direct? Um, we love your feedback and, and uh, oh, yeah. just and questions, which is a great segue because we've got a couple of questions. Thank you, everyone. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so the first Facebook questions from Ben Holbrook. It says, I have a question about linking to our website. In one of the podcasts, I was listening to the guest make a comment about using your domain to link back to your website. He said, if you use the triple W version and don't use the non-triple W when linking back to your website. Uh, yeah, yeah. if you use the triple W version of your website, Normally, then don't use the non-triple W version when you link back. I, I just pasted it exactly as he wrote it. Maybe I you got to rewrite these it. things. <laughs> I, 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 I was hoping you'd read this one, so I didn't. You bugger. <laughs> uh, no friends, Ben. This is sometimes it's hard when I'm trying to, to do this on the fly. <clears throat> they also mentioned if you if your website has a forward slash at the end of your homepage, use that version when you're linking. I've been unable to figure out which version to use on our website. When you look in the browser of in the browser, our website URL has no forward slash. But when I copy and paste the URL from the browser, it adds the slash. I've talked to our developer and he does not seem to have an answer. All right. I've got my my piece on that, but you've written a response, so why don't you take it first? Okay, so should I just wing it or should I read what I wrote? Um so what what happens sometimes in browsers is there will be a forward slash, a trailing forward slash at the end of your top level domain, triple w.com or sorry, triple w.example.com forward slash. And sometimes there isn't a forward slash. And these days the browsers tend to remove that forward slash, whether it's there or not. So you don't actually see it, which is kind of weird. So if you copy that URL and you paste it elsewhere, the slash is added. So 
what I tend to do, and with, when it comes to certain things, like if there's a slash index.html, which you don't see as much anymore these days, but you do, definitely make sure you use that full version, whatever it is that your site defaults to. When it comes to the forwards trailing slash, now I don't worry too much about it. I, I Even our HTTP header checker, if I put in the uh, Ben's website address, which he sent it to us in Facebook, so I have that. If I put that in with or without, it doesn't 301 redirect. Both show up as a 200 OK with the forward slash. So if I add it, if I post it in without the forward slash, the header checker shows it with. So my recommendation typically always, if I'm creating links or I'm trying to put it into a field or whatever, is I'll copy it from the browser and use that version. Whatever pastes, that's the version I use. Typically, it will have the trailing forward slash. Actually, almost always it does, um, but not always. So I, I, I don't know the technical end and why that's happening, but what I do know is whatever version you're copying from there, that should be the version that Google sees. So use that. Alternatively, you could do a site colon search in Google to see what version Google is indexing for your homepage and use that version because that's the one they give the most weight to. So I hope that helps. I hope that made sense, what I just said. Yeah, well, when we were talking, we, we, yeah, like you said, we, when we tested it, just didn't seem to be a difference. Uh, it, I don't think it has any impact, um, unless, of course, like you mentioned, there's an index.html or index.php or whatever showing up to, after that. <clears throat> so, uh, wouldn't stress about it. Um, it's a very good question, though. I'm glad you asked it. Uh, it's nice to get something we haven't seen before. That's a, it's a good one. Yeah. Well, and I will reiterate too, like, even though you said this in your questions, yeah, make sure you have the correct version either with or without the triple W's. Um, cause you use yes. the wrong version of that, that can make a difference. You could end up with duplication being indexed if you don't have proper redirects in place, blah, blah, blah. But use the right version. I fix links that are incorrect all the time and especially the secure version. Make sure it's HTTPS. Yes. Well, unless your site is insecure, which if it is, change it. But if it, uh, just make sure you use the right, the right version of everything if you can. Well, not if you can, just do it. Awesome. Okay, we have a Facebook question also from Anna Robinson. What to do when Google, what, what should I do when Google attempts to crawl dud links? She put that in air quotes. URLs that do not exist, and in this case causes 500 errors. I have one example. She provides an example of, too long for us to outline here. This is not in an existing page. I have no idea where Google, Google got her from. The CMS is Joomla. Uh, this is an empty category with no articles in it. The default is uncategorized. There is no menu item with this ID. She mentions item, item ID 4. This is kind of technical, but the URL is now listed in Google Search Console as a page with a service error, with the server error. I would, <laughs> uh, she'll never forget us if we could explain how to solve this. Well, right. this is definitely in the, the mire of technical audit-based SEO, and I'm going to pass it to my buddy here who does this stuff all the time. Cool. Who's that? Oh, uh, me. <laughs> Dennis, are you coming? No. Um, <laughs> this is actually not so, – so you're saying you have no idea where Google finds this link. I see this sort of thing all the time, and it drives me crazy. So in Google Search Console, when you click on the error – you can inspect the URL, and sometimes Google will say, hey, we found it here, and they'll tell you where they found it. Most of the time, they won't, and it's super frustrating, um, and there's not a lot you can do about it, but they 
you, you can know that Google is finding it somewhere. There is somewhere that Google is seeing this link and following it to that error page. Now, quite often it will be within your website itself. You have Joomla, so it's probably buried in the code in Joomla somewhere. My recommendation is to crawl your website using Screaming Frog or even SEMrush. Screaming Frog is the best, so I'm just going to say Screaming Frog and see what Screaming Frog finds. If Screaming Frog finds these 500 server errors, sorry, that these server 5XX, I don't want to make it sound like there are 500 errors. Um, it's like a, the header code 500, which is a server error. Screaming Frog will list those out and tell you exactly where they find those errors, and it makes it super easy. Then you can go back into your site, and you'll see that, you know, this weird URL that you explain here is being found on this other page over here. You can view the source code. You can find it, and hopefully you can remove it. Um, if it's on a third-party website and Google's found it, found it elsewhere, there's basically nothing you can do about it um, with some exceptions. I mean, it might be on a site that you control or you know who controls, or you may be able to contact them and have them fix it. But, I mean, that's often just a waste of time. So, Essentially, if you find the source is on your website, fix the source. If it's off your site, don't worry about it. And then also do two more things, uh, or I guess one more thing, set up a 301 redirect. So this error, especially if it's coming from a third party, set it up so it redirects to something useful. In this case, it's probably going to be the home page because at least with the example link you gave us, I don't see a category that I can identify. I can't see an alternate that makes sense. So you probably want to redirect it to your home page. And that's about all you can do. There's not really, you know, that's it, that your hands are tied. And at least you'll see the server errors go away. And if there is any value where those links are coming from, there probably isn't, but there could be. If there is, that value will hopefully find its home wherever you send the redirect to. Yeah, and keep in mind when you're doing Screaming Frog for an issue like this, when I see lots of uh, uh, question mark, option equals, blah, 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 it goes on and on and on. That can mean you're going to have an endless spider. It could just yep. end up looping on itself, and you'll get a massive uh, – it, it literally won't stop. So you're gonna I've have seen them end up in the millions. I've yeah, seen them end – yeah. And it's almost impossible to to navigate that and do anything with it. So keep an eye on it. How long would you say you'd let the, the system run on something like this before it's just obviously never going to stop? I wouldn't let it run for too long, actually. If if I got to the point where maybe there were a few hundred of these server errors and they had sort of the same URL string and then maybe every now and then they added another variable and they got progressively longer and longer and longer, then you know you're in an endless loop. Yeah. Uh, and then you know to look at your content management system. Uh, in this case, you have Joomla. I We haven't worked with a Joomla site in actually quite a while now, but it's probably <laughs> – yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> – Looking at the link you showed in your example, I'm going to guess that it's something to do with your Joomla template somewhere. Maybe it's a pagination issue. Um, I've seen that happen in WordPress, and, and lots of proprietary systems break like that, where the pagination is broken. Sometimes canonical tags are wrong, and then you get down this weird rabbit hole of variables being added to canonical tags, which show new URLs, and then the spidering just goes on forever. It's probably on your end, and it's probably in a place that you can't find it navigating your site. Uh, if you look at the source code, you could probably find it if you know where to look, but Screaming Frog will help you. At least they'll say, hey, uh, my, your contact page is linking to this weird URL. You can go to the contact page, view the source, search for that URL, and you should be able to find where it's coming from and fix it, hopefully, yeah. or if a If you developer. don't have Screaming Frog, but you do have another 
uh, indexing service or uh, audit service like SEMrush has a good uh, audit tool, uh, go ahead and use that. It doesn't have to be Screaming Frog. It just happens to be the tool we use. Um, when you're using the other system, at least it's their burden yeah. <laughs> to keep going. Um, but at the end, again, it's not an easy stop. Whereas with Screaming Frog, you can just say, okay, stop indexing now or crawling now. I've got what I need. Yeah. Uh, and it's faster to edit and faster all around, generally. Yeah. With Screaming Frog, while it's spidering, what I would recommend doing is clicking on, there's a tab. If you're not familiar with it, it's near the top left corner of Screaming Frog when it's open. And the tab just says response codes. Click on that. And then on the right, you'll see, you know, 200 okay, 3xx, 4xx, 5xx. And while it's spidering, watch the number beside 5xx. And when you see that start to grow, you can even just pause it right then and then look at the first few. And that'll probably be enough of an indication. Um, and the benefit to doing that is you could probably get away with the free version of Screaming Frog because it's limited to 500 URLs. So hopefully it finds your issue within the first 500 uh, pages it crawls. So And actually, that's 500 URLs, not pages. So that will include images and other things. So um, it's a bit finite, but hopefully it can at least show up in the free version. Uh, worth trying, anyways. Can, that's what I would do. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you could even set it to start from that directory. That way yeah, you're more likely to find those quicker. Yeah, if there's yeah in the URL that she gave us, if there's a condensed version of that that loads a 200 OK, like it's a proper page that exists. Yeah, you could start there. You don't have to start at the home page. Mm-hmm. And that that you're more likely to hit within that 500 on the free version. Then um, I don't know if it's changed, but you couldn't save your results before um, unless you pay for the app. So just keep that in mind. Um, you're gonna have to get as much as you can out of it. I don't think you can even export. Um, but you'll certainly get get some answers. And if you need some help, let us know. Um, and that goes to anyone. Uh, Scott's a wizard. These things uh, really is really, You're really too good kind. audits and competitive analysis and stuff. So we're we're really uh, proud to have him working on any of these gigs. And we'd love to help you out. It's always a, honestly, it's it's a great way too for us to show that we care and that we would love to work with you long term, even if it's just once in a while to support you while you're growing your business. Uh, I was thinking the other, actually looking the other day and noticing that we have multiple clients, this is so cool, that have been with us 20 years. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, I I don't know SEO companies that have, I mean, maybe a couple that have had people that long, but almost none. Uh, I'm very proud of that, and it's thanks to guys like Scott and the rest of the team that just really look after everyone. Anyway, my little proud moment, but uh, wow. That was a good episode. Lots of stuff there to share. And I think, uh, well, hopefully this really helped you out, Anna, and uh, that you'll, and hopefully you'll never forget us now. <laughs> As you said. Um, well, she on behalf be. of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company's senior SEO, Scott Vanak, thank you for joining us today. Remember that we have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com. That's seo101radio.com. Don't miss a single link and refresh your memory of a past show anytime. Uh, it's been totally revamped. It's got great content, and I think you'll appreciate it. Have a great yeah. week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.fm. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to your favorite co-host, Ant Ross, and have a great uh, 2024. <laughs> Cheers.
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.